Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening. This is just a general disclaimer that will be added on to the rest of my episodes from now on. If you have not seen the episode that I'm recapping, please go ahead and watch it before you listen to this because I would feel really bad if somebody got spoiled, whether it's on accident or on purpose. Um, if you really don't want to watch the episode, if you're just you know kind of bored of the season, then that's fine. But just be really mindful of it. Uh, I just, like I said, I would feel really bad if you spoiled yourself and you didn't mean to. So just keep this in mind for the future. And as always, thank you guys for listening. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to another episode of For the Love of Reality. So as per last week, we got to the mid-season of this season of The Challenge. So I'm hoping that we got a lot more interesting storylines. And I'm really hoping for a positive end to the season. So last week, Teresa went home. Casey defeated her in elimination, which was pretty sad because I've heard that Teresa is not going to be coming back. Uh, She's pregnant and she's having some issues with her shoulder. So she is worried that she may not be able to perform the way that she used to be able to, which is sad because I think a lot of people started their challenge um, relationship with Teresa, like watching the show probably from Fresh Meat or from Rivals or Exes, and it's weird to see all of these people retiring. Leori is going to be retiring after this season. Cam is probably going to retire even though she hasn't been on as long as a lot of other people. Uh, We're not sure if Kara's going to retire or Bananas, and it's just all of these big names that you think of when you watch the challenge are probably all going to be leaving. So hopefully we get a lot new interesting people to come in um, and take the place of the major veterans. So back to the episode with Teresa going home. Corey ends up the rogue agent again, or no, I'm sorry. He does not end up the rogue agent. He ends up with Amber, who was the rogue agent, but this is now Corey's fifth partner. And Amber M has also been known for being cursed. So the cursed two essentially are ending up together. And I don't think that they're going to last. I'm sure that one of them is going to go home eventually. And I'm, pretty positive that Corey's going to end up with a sixth partner in a few episodes because he doesn't seem very interested about being around Amber M, which is kind of ironic because uh, he doesn't seem to like her because she's cursed, even though he's a lot more cursed than she is. So I think that they could actually work well together and maybe they can reverse each other's curse, but you never know. Corey always wants the strong competitors. Uh, Obviously he wants to win this season. He's never won before, but he really wants to win money for his family. He mentions that he wants to be able to buy a house, which is a good goal to have, especially when you have two young kids and two different baby mamas. You know, maybe you guys can all try to work it out, like live together sometimes or just even be friends in a house, like somewhere real that you can live instead of an apartment where you might not be able to pay rent some of the time. So I hope that Corey does well. I wouldn't be too upset if he was to win, but maybe he has a good chance now since he has a new partner. 
It's, I don't really know if it's going to work out that way since they are both cursed. I don't know if they'll make it far together, but maybe they will. Maybe they'll both stop being cursed forever. Uh, Devin decided that he wanted to work with CT somewhere in this season. I don't even really remember it being an option. But since all of the male skulls are gone, he wants to help CT get his skull, preferably go in against Josh, because he feels like they have the numbers to do so. Because everybody with a gold skull already is going to vote Josh in because they don't want to go in and, and risk sacrificing theirs. So I am a little bit surprised that the two of them want to work together, especially since CT keeps talking about who the strongest teams in the final are. So it would make sense that he would want to get rid of somebody in the strongest teams. He mentions that Kyle is part of a strong team and Leroy is part of a strong team. So if I was CT, I would actually want to get one of them out. So that way I can run the final against Josh or Devin, who is not going to win the final. But I am honestly surprised that CT doesn't have his skull already. But since he's such a good, strong competitor, people are not going to want to vote him in. Because there's you know, no chance that anybody can win against him. He'll win probably any final he's in. So if you can keep him from getting his skull for a long time, then obviously he's not going to be able to run the final. And that makes it easier for them. During Dirty 30, he lost his passport, so he didn't get to start the season with everybody else. And all of the guys are like, oh, there's actually a chance for me to win now. And then when he came in, it was such a downer for all of these guys who knew that CT was such a strong competitor. And he didn't even end up winning anyway, but he did still make the final. He returned from the Redemption House. So CT is a very strong competitor, and I know that people are really afraid of him. So it's smart to keep him from getting his skull for as long as possible. But if Devin wants to work with him, that's Devin's choice. I really think that it's probably going to backfire on Devin eventually. But we'll just have to see what happens. Part of the reason why I find Devin and Gabby's partnership so interesting is because Gabby is trying to get close to Fessy and Devin hates Fessy. Like the two of them have been talking all the time and flirting and they seem both very introverted. Fessy talks about that he's shy and he just doesn't really like to talk to a lot of people, which I've honestly kind of noticed from him. He really only talks to people that... Either he likes on a romantic perspective or part of his alliance. And if he's talking to other people, it's probably because he's getting into a fight with them. So I think that it's a pretty interesting way to play the game. And it's a really weird way to think about him as a person because you would think that he's very extroverted, but he's kind of the opposite. So that's why when he came on to the show last season, I was like, oh, he's probably not going to make waves or anything. You know, he might try to hook up with some girls, but he's not really going to talk to anybody. And so it's cool to see him coming out of a shell, even though I knew that this was going to be the scenario that was going to cause him to do that. Uh, Gabby's also a little bit introverted. She doesn't really talk to people. 
She doesn't really like Amber B anymore. She's friends with Amber M and Big T, but other than that, you just don't really see her talking to anybody or trying to play a strategic game. So them hooking up and being potential like showmance is kind of fitting, just given their very similar personalities. And I know that they're going to get a lot closer as the season goes on. I mean, in this episode, they end up kissing. Gabby says that she doesn't think he's such a jerk or a prick. And he seems very adamant about wanting her to be his partner if there is ever an opportunity. Which, if I'm her, I would 100% drop Devin. But I don't know if I would go with Fessy either. That's the thing. He did do well last season, but it was also fourth place. And he went home with no money. So it was kind of embarrassing to let not only Bananas, but Kyle beat you. Like, Bananas is not that embarrassing. But I think if Kyle was to beat me, I would be super, like, my ego would just be shot. But Fessy's ego is not shot, and he feels confident that he can win with anybody. So let's see it happen. You know, if he wins, like, I would not be surprised. But also, if he comes in fourth or third place, I would not be surprised. You just never really know with him. So maybe this new relationship with Gabby will convince him to kind of try to fight a little bit harder. He knows that he wants to be there for the money, but maybe he'll actually make some legitimate, genuine relationships because that's what's going to get you far. Knowing that relationships get you far, uh, obviously that ideology is not working out for Nam and Lolo because they've been partners the entire time. They're only one of two pairs that have not been separated throughout the season, and their issues are just becoming so huge and so obvious. Like, Lolo never feels listened to. It kind of feels like she wants a relationship from Nam, and he's not interested in that. Obviously, it's a game, and they have to be able to be partners, but he just wants to feel respected and listened to by her, and she's not really willing to do that. One thing that I did notice last night was when they were having an argument, when she would talk, he would be a super active listener. He would give her eye contact and give her his undivided attention, but then when he would talk, she would act like nobody was talking to her. So she doesn't really care what he has to say, yet he's really making the effort to be a good partner. Uh, They obviously do want to get split up, though, because there's only so much that he can do to try to be a good partner to her if she's not willing to put in the work. But I don't think that anybody would want either one of them as their partner because it's easier to just keep them together and let them self-implode before you try to get involved in that and then risk maybe Nam or Lolo not being a good partner to you. Because we don't know who what Nam is going to be like with a different partner. He could be really mean. And Lolo could be really mean to a new partner. And it's just not worth the risk. Like, you should keep people together who don't work well together. Because obviously they are not going to last. Um, I'm just kind of getting irritated with hearing them having relationship issues every single episode. So I would not honestly be surprised if given Lolo's track record 
of just personal issues. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if she just ended up quitting because it seems like it's a lot for her. And I get it. It's a very trying environment, but I just don't know if she's cut out for things like that. I don't know if she would really be good with any partner. So I would be interested to see if she decides to stick it out for the entire season. I don't know if she's even going to get a chance at a gold school. And if she feels like she can't, she might just leave. So I guess we'll probably find out in a couple episodes if I'm right or not. But I'm betting that she's going to quit eventually. The next pair challenge is essentially a glorified puzzle. It's called Mission Black Sand Ops, and you have to dig underneath fiery torches to find puzzle pieces that correspond with the color on your helmet. And if you find a different pair's pieces, it's up to you whether you want to sabotage them and dig it back into the ground or if you want to help them. Because if you decide to help a team and then they end up winning, they may not throw you in or they may throw you in if you want to go. But they may do what you want to do because you kind of helped them because that's one less piece that they had to find. Automatically, I'm surprised because Nani and Josh end up getting so much help that they are in the lead. They get a huge head start on the puzzle and it kind of seems like they're going to win, which would be really interesting if they did because Nani could throw herself into the elimination. And she says that she really wants to win this season because she's been doing it for so long. This is her 10th season, and she's only made a final once. Whereas compared to somebody like Leroy, he, this is his 12th season, and he's made four finals. Anissa is on her 14th season, and she's made two finals. So that is actually worse than Nani. But I think that Nani wants to win or needs to win more than Anissa does because it just kind of seems like Anissa doesn't really care. So in that sense, you kind of root for Nani a little bit more because she's been doing it for so long and you want her to at least get the chance. I'm not really a huge Nani fan, but I do want her to do well. I want her to actually at least make the final because I don't like seeing vets consistently go home right before the final. Coming up just short so many times can absolutely be devastating. And I'm sure that she's feeling the impacts of that because it seemed to happen every single season. She goes home just short of the final and an opportunity to make money. So she's very hungry to win. And Josh is a good partner in that he's really helping her. But I think just the two of them together... It just, I don't know if it seems like winning material because they're best friends and they do work well together, but just because you're best friends doesn't mean that you can actually win a final. Like it might be good to be friends with somebody who has made multiple finals before or even won a championship. Like Leroy and Casey, for example, Leroy's made four finals. Casey's made one final. They've both been runner up before, so they can at least make the final and each of them has the good ability to win. Casey probably would have won Total Madness if not for that puzzle that she was struggling on. Or at least she would have been a lot closer. And Leroy was really close to beating Jordan and Sarah in exes. He also could have done really well in Rivals. Like, he could have done well in any final that he was in. But it's always ridiculous twists or 
maybe a partner quitting or puzzles that just really keep him from making it far. So I want to see him do well too. Josh and Donnie end up losing their lead pretty quickly because a lot of other people end up finding all of their pieces. Basically, at the end of the challenge, everybody has found all of their pieces. And for the pairs that haven't, they only have one or two left to go. And so it's really telling to see who's still struggling as everybody's trying to finish their puzzle. Who still has one or two pieces left to go? Amber, uh, Cam, I believe that Anissa and another pair had... um, a lot of puzzle pieces left, so people didn't really care to help them. So it's kind of telling and kind of surprising that Leroy wouldn't want to help Cam or like Josh wouldn't want to help Cam because obviously he's friends with Casey, who's partners with Leroy, who's close to Cam and Kyle. So they could have all worked together, but they chose not to. So it's really telling to see who ends up being in the lead and who ends up getting sabotaged. Uh, CT and Big T almost end up winning, but I could tell when they asked for a check that it was kind of off. So I was bummed out because I would have liked to see them win again. That way, either one of them would have had the opportunity to go in and get their skull. It did end up being a female elimination, but... Big T could have gone in and she probably could have beat the person who was voted in. So it sucks that they weren't able to do that. But Devin and Gabby end up winning because it's right on the first time. And I just know that Devin is going to go on such a power trip. And I don't think he's really going to listen to Gabby at all. Because she is close to Fessy, who is a Big Brother person. And I'm pretty sure she was actually on Celebrity Big Brother. And he hates Big Brother probably more than he hates deodorant or showering. Which we all know that he hates that a lot. Not trying to shame or anything, but it's just the truth. It's just what I've heard. And that's up to you, whatever you want to hate. But his hatred for a show that he's never even been on... I think is really going to force him into this power trip. And I don't think that really anybody's looking forward to it. At the house vote, it's revealed that a lot of people want to throw themselves in. Obviously, Amber and Corey feel confident that they can go in and get their skulls, but also Nam and Lolo feel confident that they can go in. Especially Lolo really wants to go because she wants to be able to get her skull. She doesn't want it to be all for nothing. But the thing with her is it's probably not going to work out because nobody wants to go in against her. Nani has been talking about how she feels like she would leave in a body bag if she was put against Lolo and anything. And probably even including a puzzle. So she does not feel confident to go in against her. But Nani does want to go in and get her skull. She feels like it might be her time. Which, like I said earlier, she really wants to win, so maybe she'll get her chance eventually. I don't know if she'll win, but it's cool that she actually wants to volunteer herself to go in. I don't like when people are constantly playing scared, especially when they know that they have to go in in order to get a skull and have a chance to go to the final. But... It seems kind of interesting that now is the time everybody's trying to volunteer. When before, a lot of people have been like, I just don't want to go in. 
Michi and Amber didn't want to go in, and now Amber feels confident enough when she doesn't even know what the elimination is, and she doesn't know who her competitor would be, but she feels that confident in her abilities. So it is cool to see people step up to the plate and do that, but I wish it would have happened a little bit earlier. Lolo's plea doesn't really end up working out because Corey says that it should have been discussed before the deliberation because she didn't tell anybody that she wanted to go in. She just basically started crying and said that she wanted to go because she may not get another chance and she really wants to get away from Nam, which I feel like was kind of a poor decision on her part because you're showing everybody that you guys don't get along which is probably going to make people want to keep you together even more. So that is not going to work out in her favor. And it does turn out that the house votes Amber and Corey in almost unanimously. The only other person I know got votes was Lolo and Nam because Lolo voted for herself. And so obviously another team got votes, but I don't quite remember who. But Gabby sees the results and she feels confident that she can go in and get her skull. Like, she also doesn't want to make it all the way to the end and then not get an opportunity. Because she really wants to win the money to help her family out because they lost their business. Her dad passed away. And she feels like that's a good way to help them out. But Devin is still on his power trip and he doesn't feel... Like, it's necessary for them to go in because he doesn't want to chance it. So you can kind of see both perspectives. If you're Gabby, you definitely want to go in. But if you're Devin, you don't want to go in. And they don't really know what's going to happen. They don't know if it's going to be a male or female elimination yet. But regardless, if Gabby feels comfortable, then she should be able to convince Devin that it's her time to go. And I have faith that she would be able to do that. And if he goes home, like, what's going to happen? What's he going to do? It's not like that's going to sabotage her game in any way. If anything, maybe if it is a guy's elimination, Corey beats Devin, Devin goes home, and then viewers all get to rejoice. Like, it's not really going to be bad either way, except maybe she may not get another chance. But if it's a male elimination, that's not really her fault. I would rather, I think, chance it and go in, risk that it is a male elimination and maybe lose my partner than not get the opportunity at all. So that's why I like the way that she thinks. Tonight's elimination is the classic hall brawl. So you know that it's going to be females the second you see it because the men have already participated in this and every single time they've repeated an elimination, It has been because the previous gender already competed. Like Operation Fire Escape, for example, Natalie and Ashley competed. And then when they did it again, it was the men. So Leroy and Jay competed. So obviously they're not going to repeat it right away if it's going to be Nelson and Fessy one time and then Josh and Kyle the next. Like they're not going to do that. That makes absolutely no sense. So Amber M is going to be participating in Hall Brawl, and it seems like the perfect opportunity for Gabby to go in and get her school. But Gabby ends up making a very rookie mistake, and she decides that she's not going to go in. 
Fessy did something very similar at the beginning of the season when he easily could have beat Joseph in that physical elimination, and he decided not to go. He set Kyle in instead and gave Kyle a very easy gold skull. So now whoever Gabby sends in is going to get an easy gold skull, even if it's like Big T or Nani. Like, I think that anybody could beat Amber M. So it would make more sense that Gabby would throw herself in, but she decides not to. And even TJ is kind of shocked. He reminds her that she's not going to get a lot more opportunities to get her school. And he even asks her like a couple times, are you sure? Like, do you really not want to go in? And she does not want to go. So it's probably because of Devin's little power trip where he doesn't want her to go because he doesn't want a chance going home. And she ends up listening to him, which could be a massive mistake for her. And the more surprising thing is who she decides to vote in in her place. She decides to send down Amber B to participate against Amber M. And a lot of people are impacted by that decision. Amber M feels blindsided. Josh and Nani feel blindsided, and I think that they've made a lot of enemies just by doing that. But it is also a blessing in disguise for Amber B, because she absolutely blows Amber M out of the water this hall brawl. They even add another element where they have to run with balls in the hall, and Amber M still isn't able to do well. I don't even think she gets a single ball. Amber B just blows her out of the water. Amber M seems a little bit distracted and you just gave Amber B a very easy gold skull. I feel like there's more to explain about it, but it was kind of just so displeasing and so basic that that's essentially the gist of it. Like Amber B did very well. Amber M didn't do well, but you're still proud of her for throwing herself in. Because I feel like this entire season, she was not afraid to go against what other people were doing. And she wasn't afraid to go in there and try to prove herself. And she was never quiet when it would have been best for her to be quiet. She always stood up for herself. And she was a really entertaining character that I think a lot of us are going to miss. So now Amber B has her skull and Darrell does not have his, which is kind of interesting. It should be the other way around, but hopefully he gets an opportunity now to go in. But it may also be harder because if Amber B and Darrell are the double agents, Amber B may not want to go in and then Darrell may have to just listen to that. And then he may not get his chance. So... Hopefully he gets his chance now. Uh, Hopefully Gabby gets her chance too. And hopefully Nani gets her opportunity. But now I think all of them are really going to need to win. Even more so than they needed to before. Because the house may not vote them in. And they may have all lost opportunities. Gabby definitely is probably going to lose her opportunity. Or she'll have to go in against somebody who she can't beat. So that mistake could have cost her the game. And it probably will. So we'll just have to see what happens with that. We'll also have to see what happens with Corey's next partnership. Because next episode, he's going to get his sixth partner. He already lost Tori, Natalie, Ashley, Teresa, and now Amber M. 
So it's kind of a running gag of this season where Corey's always going to be the double agent. The only other person I remember being double agent besides him was Amber. And I think also Devin, but it's mostly been Corey. So it's just kind of expected at this point. Maybe he'll get a partner that can actually take him to the end. But if he ends up with somebody like Cam or Casey or Amber B, I'm going to be pretty upset because then they're going to be cursed and they're not going to win. So I guess we'll just have to see what happens next episode. It's probably going to be pretty drama filled. Uh, Nani and Gabby might get into it and maybe they'll go against each other in elimination some point. Maybe they'll both get a chance to get that skull. But until that happens, we don't really know. We can't really predict. But I'm just hoping that maybe we'll get a little bit more drama. Because this episode didn't really have a lot of drama. But I still have high hopes for what's to come. So I will see you all next Thursday. And I hope you have a wonderful week. As always, thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate the support.